I am good, Rooster. I'm very good. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another fantastic, riveting, high-speed, dangerous episode of the Geek Mosh Pit Podcast. I am Anthony. I'm Jason. And we have, once again, our good friend, musician, buddy, and Viking enthusiast, as well as airplane enthusiast, Nick LaSalle. Oh, yeah. What up? We are going to be talking about Maverick, the Top Gun sequel called Top Gun Maverick. With Tom Cruise. With Tom Cruise, starring Tom Cruise, directed by uh, Joe Kaczynski, who directed Oblivion, which I talked about very briefly on the podcast, as well as Tron Legacy, if anyone saw that film. Very good film. Um, yeah, it's a really good film. A lot of people were giving that film like a lot of hate. I don't know why. Actually, I really liked that. Tron Legacy? But... Yeah. Yeah, it didn't do well, and they were going to make a sequel to it that they eventually canned, which is too bad, because it was very good. Um, so is Oblivion, another film that was kind of panned. With uh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Another film that like people are like, oh, it's whatever. It was, it's okay. Like When you watch that movie now, like, compared to 10 years ago, it's such a like breath of fresh air, because, because of how movies are nowadays with politics and, and, just, and everything superheroes, where it's like, you just got a nice little quaint sci-fi film, and... There's a beginning, a middle, and an end. I had Morgan Starring Freeman Tom Cruise, your your everyday uh, American actor. There's Morgan Freeman. And with Morgan Freeman. Now listen, <laughs> Mr. Wayne. <clears throat> he so. should have been Alfred. Or at least he should have been like Alfred in the Batman or something. That well, there's, been... there is there is a Lucius Fox. So there already is that character. Um, what, in the Batman? In the, the Batman. Oh, oh, you mean the new Alfred? Yeah. Oh, oh. Eh, I'm fine with it. You're fine with Gollum being the. Yeah, new I'm fine one. with Gollum being. I was like wondering because it's like before they announced that he was. I swear the third third episode we're talking about Batman. I was like wondering like when it's they a good movie when they announced him being in the film like wait is he gonna play a villain? Because I feel like he'd make a great villain. But it's like yeah 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 he's uh what else has he done? I mean he did like um, King Kong I think. Yeah, he uh, he he was the mocap for the first like couple King Kong films, and then Toby Kebbell took over the mocap for it. But no, then, that was uh, Planet of the Apes. Yes, but he was also mocap for King Kong. Yeah, he was yeah, actually yeah. in King Kong. Too. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, like the chef or something. Oh, was he that? himself, but also King yeah, Kong? Yeah, he was oh, uh, okay. <laughs> He was in the movie as like the chef on the ship or oh, something. okay. Oh, I see, I see. Anyway, so airplanes. Pow, pow, pow. Oh, I was going to say, uh, what if Tom Cruise was Alfred? <laughs> I can't imagine him doing that. I can't imagine him stooping to such levels. Look, don't just stare at it. Eat it. <laughs> Teaching um, Batman the ways of Scientology or something Listen, like let that. me teach you the ways of Xenu, okay? I know. Have you studied them, Robert? Because I have. <laughs> You've seen that. You were just quoting it, the American Psycho thing that yeah. he did. That was great. Listen, don't just stare at it. Eat it. <laughs> yeah, everyone, there's a deep fake out there uh, where it's Tom Cruise as, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Christian Bale. No, but what's the character's name? Uh, Patrick, Patrick Bateman. Bateman. Patrick Bateman. It's, it's him as Patrick Bateman. It's, it's really weird because you still have like Christian Bale's like head, but then it's Tom Cruise's face and someone doing the voice. And it's funny. I don't know. Just listen. Like, don't just stare at it. Eat it. And they're listening to uh, Rammstein. Yeah. I'm going to listen yeah. to something German. <laughs> Tom some, Cruise. Some of those deepfakes are pretty fucking insane, dude. They're terrifyingly like spot on some of them. Like uh, there was this old one with Obama from like years ago that like for a long time everyone thought was real. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like a, it, and it was just like a normal interview. It, it wasn't anything to my, to, if my memory serves, it wasn't anything like inappropriate. It was just like him talking about something and everyone's like, oh no, that's a deep fake. And everyone's like, what? That was fake? And I was like, yeah. It wasn't real. The crazy thing about deepfake is that these guys who work on it are like not like making much money. It's like they say the big movie corporations. So, and these people who work and get paid millions of dollars or work on a million dollar feature films, like they can't get it right because they're not using like technology. I mean, if you remember, did you watch uh, Book of Boba Fett? Or no, 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 wait, uh, The Mandalorian season two? Yes. The very end of it with Luke Skywalker shows yeah. up. He looked like his face looked completely off. Yeah, it looked like a cartoon. Yeah, it was it was garbage, yeah. and then 
some people online did a, a better version of it and it looked perfect. Yeah. It looked um, a lot more like Mark Hamill than just a robot face. <laughs> yeah. Defix too. They like, they take a lot of CPU power and a lot of memory. And so you have to have like, Nick, you probably know a little more about this, but you have to have like a whole like hard drive dedicated to just solely deep fix. Right. I mean, I would assume you'd have to have a pretty powerful computer to be able to render that shit in real time. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. But to my knowledge, there was no deep faking in Top Gun Maverick. No, right? I don't think you really need to. I mean, Tom Cruise, I don't actually, how many years does it take place after the first? So they it, say? it's, they say like, they're like, oh yeah, like around 30 years ago. But like the movie Top Gun, the first one came out almost 40 years ago. I think it was 1986. Yeah. I think it came out. So yeah. like, cause I was thinking about, it, I'm like, Rooster should be like in his forties, but <laughs> like he shouldn't yeah. be so young. Well, he was a kid in the first movie. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and so I was like wondering how they were going to do that. I'm like, is he going to be like a kid that wasn't born yet, or if it's like, oh no, he's actually like he's he's that little blonde kid from the first one, um, sitting on top of the piano. <laughs> were they specific about when it took place? Well, the, the Jets. One, I, I, yeah, I mean, technologically, yeah, military, like technologically speaking, like I I think it's like oh, those are jets from like the late eighties, early nineties. So yeah, took place. In- no, I mean the second one. Oh no. <clears throat> they don't specify at all. Probably a modern day. I mean, yeah, no, it's, it's no modern idea. day, but they don't specify what, like, I would assume it's not 40 years. Otherwise, like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, uh, what's that actor's name? He's rooster. Uh, that's miles Teller. I yeah. Think. Thank you. Otherwise miles Teller. Yeah. was supposed to be like in his forties. Like he would probably be in his like mid forties. He's probably 50s. in his thirties in the movie. I would say so. Probably late twenties. Yeah. Late twenties, early thirties. Yeah. 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 Um, were you like, um, Hyped for this movie. I mean, we really didn't talk about it all that much when we've been doing the show since we came back. And uh, I think we were so excited about the Batman and yeah. everything. And we never talked about Top Gun. <clears throat> and I actually, when did you see the first movie? I think you recently just watched it. Uh, right? Two weeks before I saw the first movie. Yeah. yeah. Something so, like that. So like <laughs> a few weeks before I saw the Quite a the few years one. too late on that one. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know a lot of people, a lot of friends of mine are like, oh my God, like I had like such like nostalgia, like from like the first one. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I, can't relate because I never saw it when I was a kid. I'm sure I would have loved it as a kid. Yeah, but like I, I never saw it. It was just like one of those movies that like I missed growing up. But uh, I watched it. I enjoyed it very much. Um, you could be my wingman any day, Maverick. <laughs> oh. um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of speculation. And and Quentin Tarantino talked about this. He's like this this movie is uh, it's it's homoerotic. Right? This movie has a lot of homoeroticism. What with the volleyball scene? <laughs> uh, oh, it's like everyone's shirtless, everyone's shirtless like a lot yeah. of close-ups of like of like their bodies, and like you can be my wingman anytime. It's like it it's it sounds homoerotic, which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but I'm just you know, it's it was it was a LGBT film in the eighties. Sex scene was just nothing but like French kissing. Ew. Oh yeah, the, with the uh, well yeah, because that's gross. I don't ew. I don't want to see a, a shirtless woman. I want to see shirtless men. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sweaty men and Val Kilmer. God, he was so hot. God, Ice that, man. That um, that actress who was uh, the love interest in the first movie. Jesus Christ, she looks horrible now. Yeah. No I, wonder they didn't bring her back for this one. I was I was like thinking about Kelly McGinnis. Yeah, that was her name. Because I was like, are they gonna McGillis right? McGillis McGinnis, I think. McGinnis, McGillis whatever. Uh, it's with an L. Yeah, McGillis, McGillis I think. Okay. Um, yeah, I was wondering because like there was an old when when they announced Top Gun Maverick was coming out, like they showed like like modern pictures of Tom Cruise and then like a picture of her, and I was like, oh my god. I mean, it's a horrible photo. It's like her shopping and she's like overweight. But I was like, eh, like she can know, get into shape. Like, and... You can get into shape. They can do some makeup, a little digital de aging. She would look fine. But no, she, they didn't bring her back. And 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 uh, I, you know, so if we skip, by the way, everyone, spoilers. If we skip to the love plot bit, like. I did not. I love Jennifer Connelly, and she looks fantastic in the movie, right? Like she's also a little. Oh, she older, looks fantastic like she, all the time. She looks great, but I did not like the love plot. I, I didn't either. It kind of felt stale. I mean, when did the relationship start? Like it didn't really specify when it did. Like all you knew is that they knew each other, and they were in a relationship before. But after that, it was like. When did this take place? Like, how long were they dating? Like, you know. Yeah, you assume that they have like an they have an on and off type relationship, where like they're like on and off like fuck buddies that are also kind of romantic, right? That's mm-hmm. that's the kind of vibe that you get. And I remember like watching it, and I was like, you know, yeah, she's a milf. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> well, I, I saw it the second time, and I walked out of the theater, and I was like, this would have been so much better if they spent all of that extra time with the love plot with Miles Teller. 
You mean with him and somebody else? Yeah, or, or, or just him. It's like, just spend more time with him. Because it's like it's mostly like Tom Cruise is still like the main character and everyone's still the side character. But I'm like, <clears throat> in my opinion, it would have been so much better if if they spent more time with Rooster. Like all that extra time they spent with Jennifer Connelly, they just spent with Rooster. Mm-hmm. Getting to know what what's his life like when he's not at base? Like, is he just this is his entire character is that he's resentful towards Maverick? Like, what's he all about? Well, that's if you're invested him. in him. In him as I a was. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely was. And, and I like Miles Teller. He's a great actor. And, and he looked like a stud in this movie. Everyone's hot in the movie. Everybody. <laughs> and, and, and dude, fucking fucking hangman. Jesus. Like, I look like a total Chad. Fucking though. like blonde beautiful chad like the all-american like jesus christ i am i am good rooster i'm very good i'm like <laughs> god if i suck your cock will i get some of that testosterone like good god you gotta jesus grow christ. some actual blonde hair somewhere he else. was hot I, and i can tell like they were trying that was a callback to val kilmer but um yeah you know like i i just i think that would have served the story better because i i didn't i especially didn't care about the the side the love side plot when I saw it again, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, I care about none of this. Like the performances were all good. Like, like Jennifer Connelly was good. Her kid's good. Nothing feels cringe about the kid, but I'm just like, I just, I, I'm not invested in what's going on, mm-hmm. you know? And, and then I, then once again, I thought about it and I said, yeah, we should have spent more time with Rooster as a character. You know, I wonder if she was just there to kind of try to capture the spirit of the old movie. You know, is that nostalgia play kind of thing? Yeah. I, I think that's what they were going for. That he still had a love interest. At some point, because if 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 Kel- Kelly, Kelly Kelly if Kelly McGillis like looked like Jennifer Connelly does now, like I think they would have just brought her back. Yeah, it's actually uh, the roles were switched. Yeah. in this movie because she was the teacher <clears throat> in the first movie, and like you know Maverick was like the student. Yeah, and now he's the teacher. Yeah, teaching a bunch and, of young. And like, I was wondering you know, if he was going to end up sleeping fight, with one uh, of his students. Fighters. You know, like no, no one was wondering <laughs> that. Wait, what? what? Well, if he switched roles with Kelly McGillis, then shouldn't he sleep with one of his students? You mean like Bob? Maybe Rooster <laughs> or Bob. There you go. Here, Bob. You seem very timid. Don't just stare at it. Eat it. Well, but... there was only one female out of the entire uh, crew. From there, was, there was a couple. They spent most of the time with, forgot her fucking name. Jamie, pull that up. What is her yeah. name? Was it well, Phoenix? Give me a few minutes. Yeah, Phoenix, something like that. But uh, uh, no, she was good. Okay, so that was like the other thing. Another reason I loved this film, and we're all thinking it, and we've talked about it off camera, but we're going to talk about it now, or off mic, I should say. It is not woke at all. Period. Not even an ounce. Phoenix. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, like, not even an ounce. Like, it's just a fucking movie. Like, there's no, like, anti-American sentiment in it, like, oh, girls do it better, a uh, uh, thing about you know minorities or anything or nothing. It's 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 just a fucking movie. None of the politics, mm-hmm. e- even to go as far as like the unnamed villain, like the 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 enemy. There, there's like their symbol. I think is fake. The symbol that's on the jet. I think that was made for the film. So it's not like it doesn't belong to any country. I think there were Russians. Were they supposed to be Russians? Yeah, and it's crazy because well, you never see their faces. Well, because they never they never named them in the first movie. I think they were Russians because didn't okay. they have like red stars on their fucking helmets uh, and shit? I need to watch the original again. But well, the the MiG is a Russian aircraft, so I mean you could infer that it is Russia just based okay. off that. But I think that you know they were they were going for that whole nameless you know faceless enemy thing for both movies i thought yeah yeah and i and i really liked that about this because it's like i wasn't i wasn't getting a vibe that like oh it did russia you know then those like the anti-russian modern politics sentiment like it was none of that like it was it's it was just like the enemy we got to stop the enemy and sure you can imply like oh it's russia it's north korea it's it's something but it's like it's just the enemy according to um wikipedia they're called the sams s-a-m-s their fifth well, generation well, that's Sukhoi the type, yeah. Su uh, fifty seven fighters. Yeah, no. So the, yeah, the, the jet itself, I don't think was. Well, you were saying that they were Russian jets. Nick? Uh, I don't. I can't speak for the second movie, but the MIGs in the first one are definitely Russian. Fighters. Well, yeah. In the in the first film, I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be Russia, even though they don't really specify. Like I'm pretty positive there was a red star on either one of the jets or the helmets. Don't quote me on that, but I'm. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was. Anyways. Um, but yeah, it, it's it was just like an honest, fun film that tried to tell a story, and and it's like we talked about a couple episodes ago. It's like most people just want to be entertained, and in this case, we were all just entertained. And I think that's one of the reasons it made such like so much fucking money. 
I don't think it was just because of it was a nostalgia film. I think it was also because it's like, hey, I I, didn't, I wasn't feeling preached at at all when I saw this movie. Mm-hmm. And so I really appreciated that about the film. I really hope that more movies continue coming out that are just like that. When you saw the movie, when I saw it, did you have the introduction from Tom Cruise? When I first saw it, I was a little late, so I missed the introduction. Okay. Uh, but Second I, time? I saw it again. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. was, I was on time that time. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's so funny. When movies do that. I was worried. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, when movies do that, that's usually like, hey, um, so we we know it's not very good, but look, man, we put a lot of hard work in it, okay? And and we'd really appreciate it. Like, I, I remember the two movies I saw that did that were Widows and uh, X-Men Apocalypse. I didn't see that X-Men Apocalypse. It's, but... in, it's in the very beginning. But um, yeah, the thing I was wondering, so, you know, Tom Cruise... He's a hit or miss uh, actor, but honestly, he puts a lot of effort into his movies. And that's what I appreciate about him because like the Mission Impossible and he, it's actually him doing all the stunts, you know, and it's great. It's great. And I was actually wondering, was he actually in a jet fighter? Yes. So all those actors were all in the jet fighter? Yes. Wow. Where's the jet flying? Yes. That is all real footage of them in the air. So, but they're not flying at all. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was I gonna was, say, are they flying? Yeah, no, I was, uh, I was pretty sure that they were like they were actually in the air, and there was a there was a you know actual pilots piloting it while they were. I thought Tom Cruise knew how to fly one of those things too. I think he has a he has a pilot's license, but like you, you have to be like you have to be pretty qualified to fly a fighter jet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you can even really fly one unless you're military. I mean, I could be wrong about that, but that would be my common sense guess. Yeah. Unless you pay him a billion dollars, <laughs> maybe like, even then, we'll put you in the air I mean, anywhere you want to go. Yeah, but uh, so, but to, that intro to the the well, intro to the movie was fucking awesome too. That that so he's flying some sort of pro, uh, prototype um, fighter, those are like spy, surveillance spy something, and he had to yes. reach what was it, ten G, Mach Mach ten, Mach ten. But then he pushed it because Mach eleven and like the yeah. he, he didn't hit Mach eleven. He hit like like ten point three. Okay, or, I thought he was, and then the jet went out and. Like, is he gonna do it? No, I remember, like, no. That, was, that part of the movie too, like, reminded me so much of Oblivion because it was like a, it was it, like he's in space, you know. Like at one point, he's so high up that he looks like he's in space. And you're he's wearing it, like, like a spacesuit. Too. Yeah, and so I was like, I was like, man, like, I'm like, I'm getting like astronaut vibes from this. Like, I really like those types of like space films where it's like when they're in the air like that. It's like the way that the colors are like look and they're going um, over the earth a little bit yeah, yeah. it's just it just i don't know it's like there's something very aesthetic about that that i really like i like when sci-fi movies have that look did you like the intro nick to the movie with the the spy what was it again like a I spy fucking forgot i don't know yeah it was i cool should have done my thing. research yeah to look up all these different jets yeah well i don't know if the uh if the the spy plane or stealth plane or whatever it was that he's flying i don't know if that's even a real plane it might be huh but I don't know. I thought maybe yeah, that was, was cool just a concept around. that they came up with for the movie, but who knows? Maybe it is a real plane. Yeah, and the actor, um, the guy who played the the guy who wanted them to cut funding on the project, he was that's Ed, Ed, Ed Harris. Ed, Ed Harris. He was not really in the film that long, but I was like, that's cool. You know, yeah, it was it was cool to to see you know some of the old school actors like uh, I mean he wasn't in the first film, but it was just cool to see like an actor like him in the film, and you know he he plays military very well obviously military douchebag <clears throat> yeah <laughs> yeah but to answer your question i thought that sequence was really cool you know I th- yeah i thought it really hammered home the like modern aspect of the whole thing yeah and how much where, he's like, progressed as a pilot you know which is yeah cool. and it, it also kind of you know it kind of shows you that you're not dealing with the same um level as you were in the last movie you know things are upgraded a bit and that's why the enemies that they had to face, you know, at the end of the movie are, I think they said they were like fifth generation fighters or something mm-hmm. like that. I mean, they're, you know, much more advanced technology. So it's been leveled up for sure. Yeah, definitely for sure. No, exactly. You know, and, and it's, there's definitely, you know, there's definitely suspense in the film in a sense of, of like, oh, like we might not, you know. Scramjet, Dark Star Scramjet. That's what they called the secret spy plane or whatever. Okay. Do you know if it's real? Uh, I don't know. I'm Look just it up, looking at it. <laughs> Jamie, pull that up. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's like I, and the movie's just fucking great. I don't know. It's 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 like it's hard to. I don't want to go in bit by bit as to like, oh, it's so good, and then this happened, and this scene. It's like you know, I think people should go and see it, but like ultimately, you know, we are going to spoil it. Obviously, um, it's I, I have no real complaints other than other than that uh, the love plot. 
Like I, I didn't, once again, I just, I wish that we were, it is real. It is a real jet. It says a scramjet is a variant of a ramjet air breathing jet engine in which combustion takes place in a supersonic airflow. So it, it could be like some sort of engine, but you know, yeah. it does exist. Look up, look up the symbols that were on the side of those fifth generation okay. fighters. I want to see if those are real or not. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, Nick, I've been talking a lot. Talk to your, your guest. Talk, 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 talk for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, this movie for me was a huge treat because, uh, you know, I've had a fascination with fighter jets specifically like my whole life. It's never something that I've gotten like super deep into, but I think seeing the original Top Gun and then playing like all of the Ace Combat games back in the day on PlayStation, like really, you know, hammered home my love for that, just fighter jets in general. So anything, you know, with jets in it is cool to me. So I guess I am even more of the target audience for this film than maybe your average person. But uh, I remember you loved it. Like you were talking about how much you liked it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I was... Um, I, I ran. Was, oh, that's who they were supposed to be. Really? Yeah. That's what that yeah. symbol is? I don't mean to interrupt you, but I no, ran. No, yeah, fine. yeah. Oh. Not Russian, Iran. Well, it does it does snow over there. Uh, I actually <laughs> actually know some people in, who live in Iran, so and it does snow cuz I was like there it's in a snowy area. Like I, you would just assume Russia, but mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So a new enemy. Yeah, so I mean, you know, it's it's modern a bit, but I mean like see, even a yeah, fucking yeah. even a normie like me couldn't pick that out, right? It wasn't obvious like all oh, those darn those damn Ir- Iranians and blah 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 and they weren't pushing the politics once again. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, that's the uh, it was subtle at least to me. Yeah, so you know, when I first saw the trailer for Maverick, um I think I had the same thought that I have about any movie trailer that I see that I'm hoping is going to be good, but I'm already resigned to believe it's not because let's face it, you know, 95% of the movies that are coming out today are garbage. And it's been like that for, what'd you say the past five years, at least I would go as far as like, I would say 2015 was the last decent year for movies before it like all went to shit. Because the politics started getting worse, the quality dropped even more. I would honestly say 2014, because 2015, I remember there's a lot of a lot of bland films came out. We were going to the theater like almost every, like at least once a week back in the day. Well, I, me- I remember like, especially when I started working at the movie theater, you know, and then I was able to just get us all free tickets, and then we would just go like all the time. I'd go to the theaters like three times a week sometimes. Yeah, but I mean, even after that, you know, yeah. I mean, there was shit coming out all the time. That was awesome. I mean, you had... Uh, you know, a couple of things I can remember off the top of my head. You had Ex Machina, which is fucking killer. Great film. Oh, yeah. With then, I, uh, Isaac Oscar. Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Isaac. Oscar okay. Isaac. Yeah, yeah. Flip that one. Which, uh, I don't know if you guys go back and do reviews of, of other movies that are older, but if you do. We have one, a couple times. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd like to talk about that one at some point. Yeah. You know, I'd, I definitely want to start talking about some of the old sci-fi films I've seen. Um, like, since we're talking about Tom Cruise, and I would like to get into it at some point, would uh, be Edge of Tomorrow, because I love that I, I actually, so, uh, I watched a review um, by Critical Drinker, where he talked about Oblivion and Edge of Tomorrow. And because of him, I, you know, I'd seen both those films already, but I decided to go back and watch them both. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, they're both great films. I, I actually bought, uh, Oblivion's on HBO Max, but I bought Edge of Tomorrow, because I couldn't fucking find it on any streaming service, and I didn't want to torrent it. I'm like, I'd buy it. It was like eight bucks at Best Buy. Uh, but yeah, another good, his sci-fi, uh, catalog is really good. Tom Cruise's. I never saw war of the worlds all the way through, mm-hmm. but I've heard it's a really good film. Yeah. It's not bad at all. Yeah. So, you know, that's, uh, definitely, definitely another film. Definitely, definitely out. liked rain man too. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's like, I want to talk more about the director because he, he has a good way of like taking and, and I, I'm specifically like getting this from Tron legacy where he took an old IP made a sequel and he didn't bank the entire movie on nostalgia because like the common thing when you make a sequel to any classic film is it's just filled with nostalgia. Right. Whereas this movie, like, sure. I saw Top Gun like two weeks before I saw Maverick and I was like, watching it. I'm like, you know, other than like a couple characters here and there, like, I'm, with like photos on the wall and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm like, like other that. than that shit, it's all just it's subtle, right? And they didn't I and mean, it's basically the same movie over again. Mm-hmm. Or the first movie. It's the first movie over like again. Like the volleyball scene that they yeah. do some football thing at the but beach. But it's yeah. like it's it's done, it's it's I don't know, it's innovative, it's different. It still feels like a different film, you know? Um but he like yeah, like Joe Kaczynski is Joseph Kaczynski is really good at like No, you're gonna say John Krasinski. Yeah, John Krasinski. <laughs> Joseph Krasinski Kaczynski is really good at not 
going f- just like nostalgia bait, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's my problem with like Star Wars and, and a lot of like newer films that, like that are like based off of older IPs where it's like, it's just nostalgia. It's like, remember this? Remember that? Oh, look, that character said the line. It's like, yeah, I didn't get that at all mm-hmm. from this film. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, didn't, wasn't there like a, like if it bleeds, we can kill it line in the new Prey movie? Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't see That's Prey. That's a whole other fucking barrel of monkeys right there. I didn't see Prey, and I've heard nothing but, like... I, I've heard that it's good for what it is, but I've heard that, like, like someone I know is like, oh, yeah, it's everything wrong with modern films. Like, well, oh, that shit. would be a very woke movie to you, so... Yeah, well, <laughs> obviously it's Native Americans, right? So it's like, you know, you, you, you have a technologically advanced civilization coming to hunt Native Americans. I mean, that itself is already a political topic. It takes me out of the movie, too, when they actually speak English, not, like... Oh, Navajo, you know, whatever, yeah. you know, I remember when I okay, so I, I remember when I saw Apocalypto, where they're supposed to be, well, they're supposed to be Aztecs, right, or Mayans. I've never seen it. Yeah. Oh, it, that's uh, it's um, Mel Gibson. Um, it's a Mel Gibson film. He's not in it. He directed it, okay. and it's about. It's basically about an Aztec Native American tribe. <laughs> no, what are you laughing at, Nick? I just every time I hear the word the name Mel Gibson, I just think of Jews for some reason. (laughs) Wow. Well, you know, we're not going to go into that uh, on this on this podcast um, about the if 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 anyone unless you live in Iraq, you know what we're talking about. But um, I know Family Guy's made a lot of jokes about it too. All right, I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah. No, no. But uh, yeah, it's it's like. It's a it's like a period piece, kind of like Passion of the Christ, where like they speak their native tongue, and it's a very brutal film about like the Aztecs, um, and uh, and I remember like watching it, and they're speaking like some sort of you know indigenous language, and I remember just like I was like ah like I I don't know it's like I'd rather I'd rather just watch it in English, I don't know I I just wasn't I didn't enjoy reading a movie like that you know what I mean. Not a big fan of subtitles. No, I mean it's like you know, Inglorious Bastards. That that whole fucking films and subtitles and like I, or for the most part, and I, I enjoy it quite a bit. But I don't know, Apocalypto. Oh, Apocalypto. I just not, it's not very. It's just brutal. It's very like shocking and like oh my god, look at them torturing and cutting off people's heads and and so it's very kind of like it's more shock value than it is story. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically Passion of the Christ, but but Native Americans. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah. Uh, is Tom Cruise in that one too? No, 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 no. Neither is uh, neither is Jim Caviezel. I think I think Tom Cruise played Jesus in that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tom Cruise played. He's the Jesus hidden Tony Stark in Apocalypto. Uh, Listen, in, uh, don't just stare at it, crucify it. <laughs> <laughs> don't stare at him, crucify him. But uh, yeah, you know, um, John Hamm's in this movie too. He is uh, back to Maverick. The good old the good old ham sandwich. John. So he kind of played like the douchebag. Um, he played like the Michael Ironside of like the yeah. last film. Yeah, so he pretty much like teach these you know students how to like infiltrate this enemy base. You got like how long was it? Like a week? Two weeks. Two weeks. They had to do two it. weeks. Yeah. And then he didn't like the way Maverick was doing something, and then he just his asinine way of trying to finish the mission was just ridiculous. The way he thought about doing it. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it was definitely like <clears throat> obviously, you know. Tom Cruise was supposed to be like the voice of reason, right? Because it's like, if we don't do it my way, then everyone's going to die. And, and there's that whole thing of like, sir, don't you want, them? like, you know, we, the, the plan is to get them to execute the target and this and that. And then he's like, we need to get them home and to come home. Right. And like, you know, there's that whole thing about how like generals and, and upper, upper echelons of military don't care about the underlings as it were, um, which is a thing. It's an actual thing, but uh, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. I have nothing else to say really about it it's really good and <laughs> and joe kaczynski did a great job once again just just taking a film and 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 you know recreating everything without without it being full nostalgia and i don't know i just i loved it i love yeah, no just, complaints whatever I, I other than the love plot no i don't hmm. i have no complaints and like i just, i don't know I, I i just feel like i'm jerking myself off i'm like it was so good but it was it was it's worth a second viewing and i think um it's probably the second best film of the year besides the Batman, for sure. I don't know what you would choose Fuck, if you I might I might like it more than Batman. But okay, I like Batman because it's a great film and I'm also like obsessed with Batman as a character. But like it's still Batman still has a little bit of that political shit in it, whereas mm-hmm. like this film doesn't have any of that. And like Batman's too long. It's like I will still say that it's too wasn't it's, that two and a half hours? It's uh, three, right? Three, right. Two oh, hours geez. and like fifty something minutes. It's a very long film. 
We can't. I've we never, can't stop talking about I've this I've never sat through it in one. Like I've always had to go pee or pause it. I've never sat through it all the way in one. Scene. Even in the movie theater. In the movie theater, I I saw it four times in theaters and had to piss every single time. <laughs> well, to be fair, I was drinking more back then, and I was also just yeah, I was just drinking more fluids and so and alcohol, and so yeah, it's uh it's a great film. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my number two, I think. Uh, you know, maybe so I'll, Batman would be number one. No, no, Batman. Oh, Batman would number be two. number two. Yeah, okay. yeah, but uh, I think so Maverick, Maverick is, is my number one. Yeah. I made a lot of money too. I it don't did. know if you guys have been uh, keeping track, but it's over a billion. I think dollars? it's the highest grossing film of the year right now. Of the year, yeah. yeah. I don't know what it's on the all-time box office. List. I think it's like number five or four. Well, fuck shit. Look, I don't think it it's that because I remember like Endgame and Infinity War and Avatar and all that other shit and Titanic were like yeah, still look, up there. Look it up right now. Um, what did you think about? Um, Val Kilmer's uh, Iceman character. Was it good to see him oh, back? Oh, fuck. Endgame. Uh, Serp- Wait, no, it didn't. Fuck. What did you think, Nick, Avatar of uh, seeing nice. Val Kilmer back in a movie? <laughs> Even though it's a different... He's completely for real, uh, medically um, messed up. I don't know what he's got, though. So in real, in real life, he got throat cancer, and he can no longer speak. Okay. Like, he can, he can talk like this. Like, and he's got a huge hole in his yeah. throat. That's why they, he had a scarf on in the film. Yeah. And I think even in the movie when his character talked, that wasn't him talking. Really? Yeah, that that was a. But it it was a good, it was a good way to bring him back while also acknowledging that he has a medical issue mm-hmm. because it's like he shows up and then it's like, you know there's a whole like oh he even speaking hurts it's like oh it's back the cancer is back and him dying was like I was like oh wow he dies too uh, I didn't expect that in yeah. the film in the film he died um, but uh, yeah it was it was very sad. Yeah, me, you know, because uh, but I mean, Val Kilmer, he has looked like shit for like the last <laughs> like 20 years. He has not looked very good and he's he hasn't really had a good streak of films. What um, did you think uh, of Iceman coming back, Nick? Like because you recently just saw the original, right? No, no, I've been a fan of the original. No, for... I recently saw. OK, it. Yeah. you said it was one of your favorite movies. Well, these oh, long, yeah, these long haired sure. bearded men, you just can't tell us apart. <laughs> Guess not. Not really. No, no. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was, it was kind of heartwarming on one hand. Um, on the other hand, I kind of didn't really care mm-hmm. per se. You know, I mean, I don't know. Iceman was never my favorite character in the movie. So would you think it would have been cooler if they didn't show him and it would have just been text messages with said ice on it and be like, you know who this character is, but you don't really need to see him. No, I thought that'd be cheaper, honestly. Like yeah. if they're going to have him in the movie, then he should be in it. I think. Mm hmm. So, it you know it was kind of it was kind of cool that they didn't, you know, overdo it. He he was kind of in the movie for enough to for it to be a nice callback, but not enough for mm-hmm. it to get in the way of anything. I thought so. Yeah, it, it would have been different if he like came back and was commanding like the mission to. Well, like, he was. Like, that, what that was that his rank? Like he was, he was still, an admiral. Okay, he was an admiral. All right. Yeah. So besides Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer, was there any other original characters from the first movie? I haven't seen it in a while. That you recognized? I don't. Think, Not that I remember. Yeah, I don't think no. there are because like the only real memorable ones are like yeah, Val Kilmer, him, and of course the. Uh, um, well, they showed Goose, the flashbacks Goose, of who, Goose. Who, yeah, you know the character died, so of course he's not in it. But yeah, no, it's uh, very well it's done. It's a very well done film. I wish I wish more movies like that existed. I'm gonna have to say uh, it's it's number two of this year for me. For What's sure. your number one? Northman. Oh, okay. All right. I'm not going to argue. You forgot it. about it, didn't oh, you? How can I forget? <laughs> I've been meaning to make a post on my store, but I actually bought the Blu-ray like a month ago. Mm-hmm. I like found it online. I was like, wait, it's available. And then I was at Best Buy. I was like, oh my God, it's Northman. Are you, are you going to change your number one now? <laughs> no, no. It's it's like Northman might be, might be my number two or three. Like I haven't made my list yet because Northman is another film where it's like, oh yeah, like no modern bullshit. It's a saga film. It's a, it's a good there is not a damn thing wrong with that movie yeah i've only seen it once when we did the review on it so it was good what is wrong with you (laughs) (laughs) well actually you know you were uh teasing me about this i did finally see the witch what did you think uh it wasn't bad but fuck man like the ending kind of threw me off a little bit yeah with uh, it's a24 for you yeah it's a24 makes some really good movies like um I did like uh, 
Midsummer. I did like that movie. I never saw and it. Hereditary. Yeah, was really yeah. Good. I, need, I need. I've. I've haven't seen either of those films. Black but, Phone yeah. was. You haven't seen Hereditary either. No, I haven't. But okay. So Black Phone came out this year. We got to see it. I haven't seen it yet. I've seen it. You, was it good? It's um. It's a little bit misleading because you think it's probably about something else, but then you see it. it's still good. But it, yeah, it looks like a kidnapper movie, like a snatcher. Yeah, yeah. Some but, people thought it might have been like a supernatural kind of thing, yeah. but yeah, no, it's good. I would suggest uh, yeah. seeing that movie. It's very creepy. Ethan Hawke, man. I mean, he was the the father in The Northman. Yeah, that's right. He yeah, was. and he's actually been doing movies now where he's a little bit more, you know, edgier. He's not. Uh, oh God, like well, he's always playing like the, the the nice guy, the good guy. Yeah, like, I don't think I've ever seen him in a film where he's a villain. Uh, well, he's been actually. I haven't seen it, but Moon Knight, the Marvel oh, show. Oh, he in Moon Knight? He, I think he's the villain in Moon Knight. Okay. Or like you know the big boss guy kind of guy or whatever. Okay, listen. I uh, since I have not much more to say about Maverick, there's something else I want to talk about with you. That you're gay. Yes, that I'm that I'm coming out of the closet. Gay. What you got something against some against gay people? No, like, no, not oh, at all. Okay, I just I knew so. it's been building prejudiced. up. <laughs> um, no, uh, <laughs> I'm not gay. No, um, so I st- I started watching Obi Wan. Oh, Uh-oh. okay. I got. God, I'm ready I, to hear this. I, rave. I have not watched the last two episodes, and I don't like it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it is okay. It is obviously a nostalgia bait. It's like Obi Wan is just kind of there a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. He, like, so the, my problem with like the prequels, the many issues that we well, all you don't have like Star Wars in general. So. Well, I don't, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going into why. Okay. Like, this is the main the main reason I don't like Star Wars. You know, is because of how they not only like they hash up things that they don't need to be hashed up, but they add politics. They add the woke shit. They they it's a lot of it's just nostalgia bait. This movie didn't really the show rather didn't feel like nostalgia bait necessarily too much although i don't know why the fuck leia's in it baby leia yeah it's, leia. It's, it's just completely unnecessary yeah. in the show she's just like i have no idea why she's there mm-hmm. and you could say well she's there to give obi-wan a reason to do something listen when i was watching it and they showed the first bit where like that jedi's like are you are you obi-wan kenobi he's like you must have me confused with someone else like no You're like, we need you we need you the fight's still on the you know what i expected was going to happen was that like he was basically going to like start like protecting the the former jedi and it was going to turn into like a like a like kind of like rogue one type mm-hmm. situation which I, I was like oh that'd be fun like he comes out of retirement because he's got to save he's got to be a hero again but it's like oh no i gotta save the the little girl remember leia <laughs> i gotta take her back to her family Who, remember her father yeah like remember jimmy smith's like uh, you know i i it it turns into logan mm-hmm. in a way and like a lot of movies are doing that now. Like, uh, like I don't know if you saw Sicario two, but Sicario two, like mm-hmm. halfway through it, turns into Logan, and it comes out of left field. You're like, wait, what is going on? Like, why is this happening? That's it, it, another movie where I'm like, I like it, but I can't. Like, it's it's I don't know. Like Sicario one, nothing tops Sicario one, but the sequel, anyways. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I well watch I the last episode. I, I don't like Little Leia. I don't. I fucking hate. Uh, who's the villain girl? The uh, Reva. Reva. I hate Reva. I fucking not because I'm racist or, or I hate women. Not, <laughs> I thought you get the misogynist party no, 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 is coming no, no, out. No, 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 no. Not because I hate women or or minorities, but because like I, I like she does not. She's not intimidating to me at all. Like, well, I, don't I hate, didn't like I don't, her character either. I'm not trying to talk shit about the actress. Like the character. And the way the actress is playing her, I am not intimidated. Tell me where the Jedi is yeah. right now. It's like and like when Vader, okay, when she, like the Vader reveal, like when she's like uh, Lord Vader will be pleased. Like I was like, that's how you're gonna do it. Like because in my opinion, it would have been so much cooler if like Vader showed up, but like Obi Wan hasn't seen him as the modern Darth Vader. So maybe well, he hasn't seen him. Maybe in he's like just 10 like years. yeah. Maybe he's just. It's like who are you? Who are you supposed to be? And it's just like I am what you made me. And like mm-hmm. and like maybe like Darth Vader instead of like I am your father. He goes I am Darth Vader or something. And then like <laughs> that would have been so much cooler. Like something like that. But it's like oh no, she delivers a line and like it's off camera basically. And, Wasn't and, it something about him? She's. It's like a flashback of him like. Well, not a flashback, but he's getting put together in the 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 chamber or whatever. She's like, Anakin Skywalker's still alive, but well, like oh, at the yeah, end. Was, I remember what episode you're talking about. At the end of that episode, he's like Anakin, and then you show you see Anakin's eyes open, and he's in the he's in the fucking vat. He's in that tube. Yeah. Um, no, all the stuff with him and Obi Wan were great. 
Like all that was well, watch last was, episode. Ah, I know it was a big fight. Ah, I don't give a shit. Like no. I'm gonna see it eventually. I'm going. Did you to see it? it? No, Have you yeah, seen the show? Yeah, you need to watch last episode. Yeah, last I'm, episode's good. I'm going to. For what but, it is. but like, what's 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 the the entire series up until the last episode is hot garbo, dude. But that last episode is fire. That's why I'm so like I would rather just rewatch the boys. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm rewatching the boys. But like I know I need to finish it. But like so far I don't like it. And like I, I I'm pretty sure. And you can spoil it for me if you want. So is 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 Reva gonna turn good? Let's just say she sort of gets redeemed. Yeah, and I and I figured that because I, okay, I remember in the beginning of the first episode episode they're showing the kids and like one of the kids is a little black girl. Is that Reva? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I thought so. Like when they show her, and then it's like, oh, she's force sensitive. Here's the other thing. Why she they, was a youngling. Why are they killing all these Jedi? It's nothing that makes sense. They're killing all these Jedi, yet they're recruiting some Jedi to be, to be Sith. Well, because Vader didn't. Well, it turns out at the very end of the show, he knew that Reva was a youngling. Yeah. But I don't know why he didn't say anything at the beginning. Well, I figured everyone knew that. I figured the Emperor knew that because it's like. Don't they have like archives on these people, like well, files? You're thinking too hard about it. <laughs> Once again, it's like it, it's it, a fantasy movie. You think, yeah, but like even fantasy can make or sense. Or show. Even fantasy can make sense. Turn brain off. Consume. Yeah. Mickey Mouse orders it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See, that is the point of all. These all I can news. say though is, the show to me wasn't as good as say the Mandalorian. I liked the Mandalorian. I liked Boba Fett a little bit, but this, I was hoping. I mean. I know you're probably not going to see it, but spoilers. Um, so he does fight Darth Vader at the yeah. very end of it, but he's actually has gotten his skills back. And yeah, and I know I, I saw like bits of the of the last episode. And his face YouTube. helmet gets sliced open, and, and you, you see, see his face. Yeah, so you see Hayden Ooh. Christensen, and Ooh. and they have a little talk. It was very uh, dramatic and very sad. See, and, I was going to say you can spoil the whole thing because we all know where it ends. <laughs> we all know where it ends up. Yeah, Reva tries to kill Luke, but then she realizes that Luke? it's a flash. Yeah, because she goes to uh, oh, Lars' to kill the uh, kid? homestead. Okay. So she tries to kill Luke, and then it turns out that she's having flashbacks of when she was a kid, when Anakin stabbed her, and then she realizes, what have I become? And then Obi-Wan's like, comes back after the fight with Vader, and then she kind of gets on her knees and starts crying, and, and that was it. And this that's all the last episode? Yeah. Oh, my God. See, okay, and that's okay. That's something that upsets me, too, because, like, I, I was watching this, and I was talking to a friend. Spoilers, by the way. Uh, yeah, I was talking to a friend, and I was just <laughs> like... I said that before. I was like, I have a feeling that Reva's going to turn good, even though there's nothing to prompt me that that'll happen, because it's like, she's a monster. She's a killer. She kills innocent people. She mutilates yeah. people. Chopped off Like, I don't... Person's she's arm. a villain, in my opinion. I'm like, you can't really redeem yourself. Like, you're an evil monster. Like, there's there's nothing about your personality in the character that shows, oh, maybe there's hesitation. Maybe she regrets what she's just like. No, like she's a fucking cold blooded killer. And so the fact that it's like, I tried to kill a kid, but then decided not to, and then I cry. Like, come on. Did you see the scene though when Vader was taking down the ship with the Force? I just haven't seen the last two episodes. Okay, but you did see that scene. Uh, He's pulling a Star Killer. I don't remember. Probably. He grabs one of the ships with the Force and forces it down. Oh, that's it was, pretty cool. It was kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, have you played Force Unleashed at all? I have the second one on my Xbox. But you never played I've the first never one? Touched it? No. As a character, you grab an actual Star Destroyer from the sky and bring it down with the Force. It's crazy. That's badass. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, and 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 like once again, like the stuff, the stuff that I like about the show, unfortunately, is the nostalgia bit, which is like, oh look, it's Vader and Obi Wan fighting, and there's you can feel the impact of that fight, and like, like yeah, I mean, I like Vader in it. Like, that's, wasn't even good. What wasn't good? D- just just the nostalgia moments and and the fighting, the choreography. Yeah, you know? it, it, the show feels cheap. It it looks and feels cheap. Like I remember when they when they first like you know what have you become, Anakin? Like I am what you made me. And they're fighting, and I'm like, this like the cinematography looks like shit. Uh, it looked like ass. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I I just was, was it Hayden Christensen in the suit? Yeah, he was in the suit. I don't think it nailed the Darth Vader vibe. It just wasn't intimidating so, at all. Red Letter Media talked about that too because you had you had Richard Prowse. Was that the David Prowse. David, Prowse. Uh, David Prowse. David Prowse, who was like 6'4 and a bodybuilder. He was huge, right? In the Darth Vader suit. But then, like. I thought there was James Earl Jones. But then, well, <laughs> oh, I know, right? The little short, pudgy guy. Um, no, but like, you had, like, yeah, uh, uh, David Prowse, who, who yeah. was this, like, huge motherfucker for, for, like, I think the first two films. Because in the third film, it's Sebastian Stan, who was an actual, like, uh, not Sebastian Stan, Sebastian. What's his fucking name? Sebastian Shaw. Okay. Sebastian Stan is Winter Soldier. Sebastian Shaw is an old school actor. Um, he actually, he was the Vader in Return of the Jedi. 
um, the physical one. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I guess it's not something I ever like really paid attention to. I never really paid attention to like how big Vader looks. I mean, you can easily fix that with good camera angles. Yeah, and I mean, see, shit, getting you can CGI him even, you can make him look bigger. I mean, fantasy. We're we're going off a tangent, but that, I mean, that's I, I have nothing more to say about Maverick. Um, <laughs> the thing is, this is I, the bonus episode. <laughs> we're talking about things Anthony hates. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's a, it's a, not anything new, everybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the fact that uh, everyone knows because he's got the prosthetics or the the robot arms and the robot legs. That's why he's taller. Yeah. Because you know, it, it, it's. It was like wank off material for nostalgia fans. It was sort of like a sequel to Episode Three. Yeah. It, well, here's the thing. Like, I the hype thing actually didn't bother me because I remember like I'm like watching it and I'm like, yeah, like he's cool. Like I remember, I love like they say he's not intimidating. The fact that he's dragging innocent people like across walls and like breaking sorry, necks, like breaking necks to get like Obi Wan to show himself. I'm like that's fucking brutal. That's a Vader we've never seen. Like I loved that. I really I liked that a lot. And well, so, you had Rogue One too when he was yeah, slicing everybody. Yeah, up. yeah, but but it's it's like but to, have, to see him just murdering innocent people, unarmed innocent people, I'm like that's fucking brutal. Like that's and you can see him. He's just like I can I can imagine the look on his face while he's doing just like just no expression, just like yep, I'm doing. Where the fuck are you, Obi Wan? Like I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. Like the height thing didn't bother me too much. Oh, they show uh, Palpatine at the end too. Uh, I, I I know that because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's this Ian meme. McDermott's back no, in it. No, there's this there's a meme online where it shows Vader talking and it says Anik like are you okay but it's it's Michael Jackson and it says Annie are you okay? Oh my god. <laughs> Were wow. you going to say something? Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's necessarily just the height thing that that is a problem. I just I don't know. There's just a a very sinister and intimidating vibe that the original Darth Vader just nails. Well, he it's he's not shot well in this show. Like that that's something that I picked up on. It's not like okay. The, if there's one thing that you really, really should not fuck up if you're gonna make a Star Wars movie, it's Darth Vader. Right. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing they fucked up was the way they shot him. Like mm-hmm. I said, there's that night scene where they where they're first fighting, like in, right before he drags him across the fire. Like it's it, it was just it was so weird. And like the whole thing, like like Obi Wan spent like three or four episodes, like he wouldn't draw his lightsaber, and then like he draws it, and like when he draws it, it's like almost off camera for a minute before he brings it up. And I'm like, there wasn't even like a triumphant moment of like I'm after ten years, you know, like it just he just does it real quick, and there was no build up to the moment. It just feels like it just wasn't. Yeah, I think they should have put it in the hands of a di- of a different set of directors and <clears throat> showrunners. Like I think, well, other than Kathleen Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, rest in peace, Star Wars. As if it needed to be said. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've I've been saying that since 2015. There's still things going on. I think they're doing a um, Ahsoka Tano show. Don't care. Uh, they might. Do oh, it. Andor. Oh, oh wait, Andor. Wait, wait, wait. Did you wait, see wait, the Andor? Trailer? No, I haven't seen. I'm yeah, shit. The, the Andor. Remember, remember that one side character from who that died one in Rogue One side from that one spinoff film that like no one gives a shit about. I don't care about Andor. Who the fuck cares? Oh. I forgot to mention at the end of uh, Obi Wan, um, Liam Neeson comes back. I know. I, I saw that as a Force I saw, Ghost. I okay. saw the memes. I saw the memes. For okay, it, and it's like something like, "Well, why do you still? Why do you look older?" I saw a bunch of stupid fucking memes where it's like, "You look older, lol," even though you're dead. It almost looks like the beard though is pasted on his face too. It probably is. Yeah, yeah. And the, the wig just it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it looks vibe. cheap too. Like I saw the the screenshot. I was like, it looks like shit. The move. <laughs> the show looks like ass. It yeah. looks terrible. Yeah. Like like because of the way it's shot and everything. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah. No, it's I'm I'm I'll finish it eventually, but I Yeah, I, what, what I Nick said care. though and I said the end fight with him and Obi-Wan, it's it's good. I have heard that's probably the, one of I've the best lights the best ever seen. Yeah. There is one particular moment in that episode that I think makes the whole thing worth it. You can spoil it if you want, I don't care. <laughs> Uh, all right, we all we all know where it ends. I mean, I've already seen no, because because the moment that I'm thinking of isn't story related. It's just one of those things that when it happens, it hits it either it either hits you or it doesn't. It got okay. me. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, you know, um, so I, I won't ruin it. It's what you know what free song is. No, it's like when you're listening to a like a really cool song and a part hits that you really like and you get chills. It's it was one of those moments. Okay, you know okay. what I mean. Oh, so it kind of like nostalgia brings you back to that moment when you first heard that song, in a way. No, I don't. No, it's you. it's more like you're just listening to a song and you hear just a super like impactful part. You know, like when the chorus hits and you just really vibe with it. You know, it just gives you chills. Yeah, 
You know what I, I mean? mean? I know that people have been editing uh, that scene with Vader and Obi-Wan at the very end, and they've been actually using the score from episode three. They've been using that fight. That yeah, he the music in the show sucked too. Like, <laughs> like They're showing Vader, and not once do you hear the Imperial March theme. They do at the end. Thank you. Okay, it took it, once again. It all takes eight episodes to fucking like, <laughs> you know, and, and like because I was like when they're showing him when like you're, they're, when when they're putting the mask on him and getting his legs on, I just expected to hear like dun 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 dun, dun yeah. having him walk, and then he's just like Reba, where is Obi Wan? You know that was all uh, AI. No. All of his lines oh, were AI. Well, so I know that was not um, James Earl Jones. They used his voice for Rogue One. I know that. Yeah. No, it's AI. But it sounds just like him. Yeah, because that's why he sounds like, I'm like, oh, he doesn't sound like, oh, I'm old. Yeah, because he did Try in Rogue One. Try not to choke on your <laughs> <laughs> aspirations. Like, he sounds like he's about to die in Rogue One. Yeah. Because James Earl Jones is like 90. He's like 94 or something. <laughs> he's, a, he's a very old, he's an old man. But um, yeah, I, I I'm not a fan of it. I am a huge fan of the boys though, which we're gonna do a separate episode. Yeah, I love, to I love talk the, about boys. the boys. Have you been watching that show, Nick? Oh yeah, I watched the whole thing. Oh my god, Homelander is the a first, bad motherfucker. The first episode. I don't. I'm not gonna really talk all about the series. We'll save it. But the first episode of the new season. What the fuck? I don't remember the first with the episode. guy that shrinks really small. Oh, oh god. yeah, <laughs> that was fucking funny, dude. That was so good. That was that was like my favorite part. Like yeah, oh, and the prostate, oh, the prostate. Yeah, <laughs> just he's just like walking around in his. Yeah, I won't, we we'll go into yeah, that yeah. another time. But that's 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 good. That's yeah. good shit. Yeah. So Maverick, um, probably my second best film of the year. I still think the Batman was probably my first. Buy it. On, Buy it. On I think VHS it's coming out soon. And DVD. <laughs> VHS Co- coming soon. Buy it <laughs> on VHS and DVD. Hey, don't forget Betamax. <laughs> yeah, or on a laser disc. Yeah, uh, but still, Batman holds number one for me. Maverick, though, I mean, Jesus Christ, I'll probably see it again. I'm probably gonna buy it. Honestly, it's one of those. Um, I mean, I'm, I am for sure gonna get it. Uh, we never really actually got to uh, the last. The okay, so the. When I was watching, this is back to Maverick really quick. When uh, the scene where um, Tom Cruise crashes, right, and him and Miles Teller are like, you know, infiltrating that little uh, hangar to get the the jet, which yeah. was the jet that they used in the first movie. Those were the jets that they were using because I thought Tom Cruise was I like, th- I haven't done this in a while. I think so. I don't yep. remember. F fourteen Tomcat. So that was the ones that they flew in the first one. It kind of the mood of the movie. I forgot to mention this changed a little bit. It kind of felt like more of like a. Um, Actiony kind of. Well, that's so when they crashed, that's when the movie. I was like, okay, like we're no longer watching Top Gun. It turned into something a little different. I mean, not to the point where it took me out of the film because, like, like I like I was saying earlier, like the, the most of the movie feels like the first one. I know what I said earlier, where I'm like, oh, like he takes nostalgia and he makes it feel new, and and I know that's that's nostalgic to say that it feels like the first one, but but it like once again, it it felt new, it felt different, it felt like it's like okay, I just took the concept from the first film and just made a new thing out of it. Like I'm not I'm not trying to say he's recycling it and being lazy. But when they crash their planes, that's when I'm like, okay, like this feels like something different because now it's, it does. A, it's a survival film now. Because he's like, uh, he's getting uh, chased by that um, what is it that helicopter that, yeah, yeah. thing, and he you thought he was gonna die, and then uh, was it Miles Teller's? Yeah, Miles Teller shot it down. Yeah, the helicopter down. Yeah, 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 and no, it's it's like it almost. You ever seen that movie um, Behind Enemy Lines with Owen Wilson? No. Yeah, dude, that movie was fucking wow. awesome. Yeah. Wow, wow, that movie's wow. Yeah, uh, behind enemy lines, it takes place during the Serbian uh, that the whole when Serbia like fucking uh, genocided Bosnia, but he crashes like in I think Serbia or Bosnia, and then like oh it turns out his plane took a bunch of pictures of uh, like mass graves and shit like really brutal shit. But dude, I gotta watch that again. I haven't seen that movie in like Jesus like at least 15 years. Yeah. I've got to watch that again. Yeah, I like, uh, I used to fucking own it on VHS. That was the first film I ever saw Gene Hackman in. Really? Because I'm young, because I'm a young guy. So that, First for like... me was Superman. Lex <laughs> <laughs> was was Luthor. Yeah, that's Lex yeah, Luthor. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess all around the table, everyone, we all love that movie. Uh, well, not Superman. Wait, wait, wait. Let me finish, let me finish <laughs> okay, okay. real quick. So, so, like, when I was watching, when they crashed their planes, like, that's when it felt I was like, oh, this is like a survival, like a military survival film. And I was like, I got those behind enemy lines, like feeling. Too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is kind of new and interesting. And then, you know, and then it got back to like, we're in the plane and like, you know, 
And then Hangman saves the day. Yeah, we I knew that was coming. That. I Hangman knew that was coming. Saves, I was like wondering. I'm like, I'm like, are they gonna die together? Like, is something gonna? Ha- are they gonna eject? Like, what? No, because they can't eject. I'm like, what's gonna happen? I'm like, who's gonna save them? And then it's and then it's Hangman who was he wasn't the villain, but he was kind of the dick of the whole film. And and like you learn to love him at the end. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of how the first one was. Once again, like where it's like Iceman's kind of you're you're like I don't know how I feel about Iceman. I feel like I should hate him, but then like when when uh, Goose dies, he's just like, hey Maverick, uh, I'm really sorry, man. About that, mm-hmm. like, how did Goose die again? Can you refresh my memory? Did his head hit the top? So of when something, he ejected or? the his his uh, glass, his windshield the, didn't fully pop off, and so when his head when it shot up, it, it just I assume he yeah he either like severe head damage or he broke his neck. Mm-hmm. I assume. Um, and yeah, <laughs> you know what's funny? I, I was, was really surprised when Goose died. I was just like, oh, like I'm talking about the first film. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh, he's dead. I was like, I didn't expect that because like, it was a training exercise. I'm like, oh, he's fucking dead. Holy you shit. know what I was thinking is, what if out of nowhere, Randy Quaid comes in with the fucking jet and goes, sorry I'm late, Maverick. <laughs> sorry I'm late, Maverick. <laughs> like, he's, a, he's the one who like, like, saves him in the <laughs> Up your... Kind of got a little uh, hang-up back there. This fucking movie just goes 180 on you and turns it Independence Day. God damn, that would have been so funny. That, that needs, I'm sure that, someone's that gonna. To, that needs to be an SNL. Someone's skit. gonna edit that. That like, needs to that, be an SNL skit. Like <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. That seems like something that would be in like a like you remember like the scary movies. That seems like something would be like in a scary movie. Oh god, yeah. But they just edit that in. They edit the the actual scene where they're gonna get shot down and Mitch Brink went, Mister Maverick, <laughs> Randy, got Randy got Quaid. God. He got Will Smith on another plane. <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. You did not shoot that creamy shit at me. <laughs> they need to do it, please. Please, someone do fuck, it. Fuck. Hey, I have some video editing software I've been fucking with. Do now, it. So I'll, just, I'll just do it. Just do it. <laughs> but um, all around the table, we all love Maverick. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen this movie yet, go see it. I don't think we spoiled the whole entire film. I don't I mean, think so. Although we, had, we hit some plot points and everything. But yeah, good movie. Good movie. Yeah, Loved it. I would highly recommend to those who who not only like the first one but who are who enjoy being entertained. It's it doesn't it doesn't feel bland. There's heart in it. There's character development. There's an arc. There's redemption. Uh, a great How much film? nostalgia. A little yeah, like bit, like the but... nostalgia is handled really well. It doesn't. It, other than you can say kind of just the way the plot's structured, it doesn't feel like. The whole movie was like, remember this, mm-hmm. you know, and then like a, like a mediocre plot. It's mm-hmm. like no, like a lot of the nostalgia is just kind of like little little. It sprinkles on the cupcake, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So I loved it. Awesome. It ain't woke, and it didn't go broke. <laughs> That's for damn sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so let's talk about the boys next time. I really yeah, love yeah. to cover the boys. Yeah. If you haven't seen the boys, well, you have. We've yeah. all we're all yeah, caught up. Whole yes. thing. we're all caught up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, is there anything else we want to talk about before we go? I know we talked about it. Last time, have you guys done a lighthouse episode? Well, I don't think you've seen it, have you, Jason? No, uh, I just finally w- watched The Witch, and now I got to watch Lighthouse. I want to watch it fucking tonight or tomorrow. Fuck it, I want to see that movie. Yeah, dude. So real quick, okay. it's it's different. It's very artsy. Oh yeah, it's very much like the movie is whatever you interpret it, kind of. Mm. Um, Let me put it this way: Don't worry that it doesn't make sense. Okay. Like, Just, okay. So, like, I mentioned this previously when we talked about Northman. Like, I remember, like, I didn't like Lighthouse, but not because Lighthouse is bad, but because Lighthouse isn't my type of film. I don't like those, like, super, like, those those artsy films where everything's abstract and you mm-hmm. can interpret it the way you. Want. I don't. I don't like those films. But it's shot really well. It feels the whole movie dark and, and wet, light, right? and, sh- and like, yeah, and like the performances are wonderful. Like, it it is a good film. I just didn't enjoy it. The first time you watch it your reaction is probably going to be what the fuck's going on. Yeah. I was thinking that like, this is so frustrating and annoying. What the hell? Yeah. And you're going to turn it off and you're going to be like, Oh, I didn't like that. And then you're going to watch it again. And you're going to be like, Oh, I get it now. Yeah. It takes a few movies to do that for me. Watch Logan in black and white too. That's a great movie to watch in black and And white. And I still haven't done it. I, I, so I bought the target version that you got. Cause I, cause you got it, and you're like, oh, that's this black and white version. So I bought it. They didn't. They were, it was on eBay. I bought it off someone from eBay, but it was, it was. Fully I think it's sealed. called Logan Noir or something. <clears throat> yeah, like that. it comes yeah. with it though. It comes with the Target yeah. version, and uh, I have it. I just, it's good. I like watching it. In it's color. a great movie, but seeing it in black and white, it's very. Yeah. Well, it's got it. that more kind of noir western, like old school western. Exactly. Uh, 
Nick, thank you again for coming on the show. And uh, we need to bring him in for The Boys since he watched the entire Boys series. We'll probably bring Stefan in too because Stefan is, is our superhero connoisseur. And so I think we'll have we'll have four guests for that Let's one. do that one. Yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be, be great. great, man. I'd love to come back. So Yeah, for sure. Um, so Maverick, loved it once again. <laughs> and this is the Geek Mosh Pit Podcast. My name is Jason. And I'm Anthony. And thanks for listening, you guys. And we'll see you up in the air. Blasting... Uh, Spaceships. Will Kenny Loggins is the man. Before I go, fucking Nick did a mean karaoke version of this the other night. He did. He did to the Danger Zone. Oh yeah, it's it's one of my my staple songs. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. You should post that on your Instagram, Nick. Oh, and what is your Instagram? You can find me at. Nick underscore LaSalle. That is my Instagram. Uh, yeah, and that's pretty much the only social media I'm really active on. Do you have on an OnlyFans? No. My, our, our fans are you wondering if you, if you have an OnlyFans. Or a fansly. Or are you a suicide girl? <laughs> Not yet, but there's hope. All right. He's a hopeful. I love it. God. I don't know who Hope is, but uh, maybe uh, maybe they have one named Hope. I don't oh, know. I'm sure they have like 20. <laughs> okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.